I V M. We'd like to thank Storytel for sponsoring this show. Storytel is an audiobook platform that allows you to listen to audiobooks wherever you are, on your mobile, on your PC, wherever you want to listen to them. You can get a great deal at Storytel.com slash IVM. This week, I'm going to recommend The Kite Runner by Khaled Hosseini. It's one of the most famous books that I've seen inside all the bookstores, but it's such a beautiful read. If you haven't read it, do give it up. It's about the story of Afghanistan between the end of the uh, monarchy to up until about 2000 or so, just post 9-11. Really, really interesting stuff. Give it a listen. It's just a great book. You can go get it at storytell.com slash IVM. When you go and sign up at this link, you'll get the first month for just 99 rupees instead of 299. That's 200 rupees off. Go check it out. Storytell.com slash IVM. Do you have that feeling that no matter what you do, how hard you try, you just land up feeling disappointed in your relationship? Your partner, he or she doesn't know how to love you. Let me bring in a different perspective. What is your love language? Do you know your partner's love language? You may say, Aditi, any average Indian speaks two to three languages. Why do you want to make my life more difficult by adding one more? To your surprise, today's episode that is based on Gary Chapman's best-selling book, The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts, will make your life rather easier. It will ease out all those places where you feel lost in translation while talking to your beloved. Welcome to Absolutely Right, the very first graphology-based podcast show in India. I'm your host, Aditi Surana. I'm a graphologist and a high-performance coach. We give so much of importance to being in a right relationship with the right person, finding the right match. But even if you find that right person, if you do not know how to love them or what to ask them when you want to feel loved in a certain way, this can become a tragedy. If you have read any book or a blog on relationship or even lived through one, which most of us have, then you already know how difficult it is to be in a relationship. Every relationship requires work. And if you are one of those who think that you have found your life partner, your soulmate, and now you don't have to do any work, your so-called difficult thing is done, then all I can do is pray for you. Because you are signing up for a disaster, my friend. Love needs work? Really? Isn't it simply found in Rumi's garden that exists beyond the right and wrong? Many poets, writers, song lyricists have described love as ishq, ibadat, a feeling that is out of this world. Writer Anais Neen says, do not seek the because in love, because there is no because, no reason, no explanation, no solution. Then what is the role of personality in this mystical, magical, effervescent feeling of love? The role is similar to the gap between your chemistry and compatibility. The moment of attraction is divine, intoxicating. It makes you fall in love. However, Everyday mundane moments of care, security and being understood or even misunderstood makes you stay in or fall out of love. Author Gary Chapman wants us to learn love languages so that we find a way to thrive in our intimate relationship. In my personal and professional opinion, I believe that understanding your current personality can turn into a doorway to resolve most of your relationship conflicts. Graphologically speaking, any personality is divided into two sets of behaviors. A crafted social public image that is depicted in your signature and your true, genuine, unfiltered, authentic, real personality that is coded in your handwriting. It won't be an exaggeration if I say most people date 
or even fall in love with their partner's signatures, public image, you're right, but feel trapped as they have to live with their handwriting, which is their real, flawed, imperfect personality. In this week's graphology tool of the week, I spoke about this gap between signature and personality and how you can find it out in anyone's signature. Check out episode number 89 once you're done listening to this one. According to Chapman, we all have at least one, if not two, love languages. As you listen to these types, do not conclude only on the basis of what you think, but also take into account how you felt in the actual interaction with your partner or your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend. Be as honest and objective as possible. But every time I use this word objective in this context, my lyricist friend Raghav Dutt finds it really awkward. He says, Hum dil ke mamle mein itni practical baate karne lage na, to fir romance jasi romani cheez ka kya hoga? I said, Dil to bacha hai ji. The actual joy and happiness in a relationship is found when you feel happy about yourself being with your partner. When you feel good about yourself, knowing that your partner is happy and joyful being with you and you feel secured to be in this relationship as you trust the process that you can count on. On that note, let's quickly look at these five love languages. Style number one, words of affirmation. Have you ever seen people who feel recharged when they hear frequent I love you's, compliments, words of appreciation or even verbal encouragement? These expressions make them feel understood and appreciated. Style number two, quality time. These people love to hang out with their partners. They feel special, recognized or even celebrated when they know that their partner is actively listening, making eye contact and fully, fully present in the conversation. Needless to say, looking at the phone or watching TV while talking to them can be a trigger. Style number three, Acts of service. These people believe that actions speak louder than words. Doing the smaller or bigger chores to make their lives easier or more comfortable is highly cherished by these people. Things like bringing in some khichdi when they feel sick or making them a cup of coffee in the morning or picking their laundry or even folding their clothes can become a way to express love to these people. You can only imagine what must have happened to these people during the lockdown. Style number four. Gifts. Gifts is a pretty straightforward love language. You feel loved when you are given gifts and more importantly, visual symbols of love, as Chapman calls it. It's not about how expensive these gifts are, but the symbolic thought behind them. People with this style recognize and value the gift-giving process, the careful reflection, the deliberate choosing of the gift that represents the relationship and the emotional connection. Style number five. Physical touch. People with this love language feel loved when they receive physical signs of affection, including kissing, holding hands, cuddling on the couch, and sex. Physical intimacy and touch can be incredibly affirming for these people. If this is your love language, then I can only imagine how tough social distancing is for you. Just make sure that you and your partner both are tested negative before you meet them next time. In our special, intimate relationships, we genuinely wish to be understood, loved, accepted and celebrated. But unfortunately, we look at the world through our perspective, through our tinted glasses. We love the other in our love language. For example, my client Ramya's love language is act of service. She really works hard to pay attention to her husband Sahil's needs and wants, whereas Sahil's love language is words of affirmation. 
He thrives when he hears I love yous and compliments. Lockdown was very tough for both of them. Ramya expressed her love by taking care of loads of chores in the house and expected Sahil to reciprocate by sharing the load. Sahil, on the other hand, was very grateful and appreciative of her in person and in front of others, his family as well as her family. That was his love language. In spite of all his earnest efforts, Ramya felt upset, resentful and unhappy day by day. To fix the matter in order to make her feel better, Sahil decided to add two more doses of love by increasing the frequency of saying thank you and I love yous in the house. He wanted Ramya to reciprocate it by saying some affirming words, saying some nice things about him. To his surprise, instead of saying anything sweet, one day the overburdened Ramya snapped at him and blurted out things like, stop saying things you do not mean. Sahil was heartbroken. This was the beginning of their colossal fight. Thankfully, graphology-based couple sessions can be revealing. They allowed us to discover both their love languages and the complication it was creating. It wasn't about the person being wrong, but how he was communicating or how she was understanding. There's a shlok in the second chapter of Yoga Sutra. Dukkhanushai Dveshaha. It means your experience of pain in no time turns into dvesh, which means hatred. In this case, Ramya and Sahil both were hurt by each other's behavior and that pain, that suffering turned into hatred in no time. So take out time to recognize your partners and your love language. Do not assume, ask them. No one language is better than the other. Try two things. Communicate with your partner in their love language and tell them how you love to be loved in your love language. Falling in love and rising in love. Both require completely different toolboxes, completely different perspectives. Choose your perspective thoughtfully. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. In the month of February, we are restarting our couple analysis session. Appointment slots for these sessions will be available from 12th February onwards. Why Feb? You know why. I don't have to say that. And yes, our next Graphology Masterclass batches will begin on 6th of Feb and 6th of March 2021. If you wish to enter my fascinating world of handwriting analysis, then find out all the details on aditisurana.com. If you like this podcast, then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on IBM Network. You can listen to us on the IBM Podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Let's connect on Wednesday. Till then, happy writing. I hope you enjoyed that show. If you aren't following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So everybody, please do help us out with our survey if you haven't filled it out yet. It's on ivmpodcast.com slash survey. This survey is really helpful for us. And, you know, fill out the survey completely and uh, we'll put you into a lucky draw and we will send you some IVM swag. And what a great week of episodes we had and what an eventful week we had. Let me run through some of the episode highlights really quickly. On Pesa Vesa, Samir Nair of Applause Entertainment was on to discuss the web series Scam 1992. Great conversation with Anupam was had. Do check that out. Bhavish Sumaya of Hasbro was on Advertising is Dead. On Positively Unlimited, Chitna is starting a new series from A to Z. This week, Align. Do check that out. And on GBCD, Farhad and Sunetra asked the question, what if they were straight? Interesting conversation. Definitely do check that out. I think you'll enjoy that. 
And one piece of news for you guys. Cyrus Says is now live on YouTube every weekday at 10 a.m. If you go to our IVM Podcast YouTube channel, you'll be able to catch us over there. And stay tuned for a lot more video content coming out in the next couple of weeks. And with that, I hope to see you again next week. Come learn and experience the ABCDs of being queer with me, Shunetro. And me, Farhad. On our show, Gay BCD. The two of us take you through our stories and experiences of being gay men in the city of Mumbai and have candid and sometimes downright scandalous conversations about sexuality, gay culture and everything in between. Catch new episodes of Gay BCD every Tuesday on the IBM Podcast website, app or wherever you get all your podcasts from.